0: Hey, this is Amy with with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. I'm going to adjust the mic. So this month, I've been noticing in my sessions an energy, and I thought, wow, if my clients are experiencing this, and I'm seeing it back to back, it probably means a lot of people are experiencing this this month. So let's talk about the fear of letting go of your present circumstances. So as I've been, again, as I've been tuning into the energy, there's a deep fear underneath the surface that is keeping many people from letting go of something that no longer serves them well. This fear in letting go, it shows up in a lot of different ways, but it keeps people from doing the thing that they know they need to do to get what they truly desire. And so... The fear looks a little different than just, oh, I'm afraid to let go of something. There's a reason why you're afraid. There There is a fear that if you let go, that nothing will replace what you release. So maybe it's a relationship. People I'm seeing people cling into relationships because they're afraid that they're going to be alone. But I'm here to tell you it will be replaced, but it can't be replaced and spirit can't get to work on it until... You let go of your present circumstance. There's also this fear that I've been seeing people are afraid they'll go backwards. Maybe they'll go back to an old behavior that didn't serve them well. But that's not the case. We're humans and we're always moving forward. So maybe you might do some things in a way that resemble the way you did them in the past, but you're not in the past anymore. You're, you're still the you that you are, right? And you're the you that knows that this thing is no, not good for you. And you have the tools and resources to navigate your way into a better situation that maybe you didn't have in the past. So the fear of going backwards if you let go of something is a lie. You can't go backwards. There is only forward in the human experience. There's also this fear that in letting go, again, that you'll be alone, but you have yourself, you know? And so it might be, I, I just put in, I send sent an email to my list. And if you're not on my list, I would encourage you to get on it because I send a lot of practices and free content that sometimes I'll share here on the podcast, but it's a it becomes a resource for you you could even print it or and take notes on it and use it to help you expand and i really create that content so it could be used as if it's paid content so so consider getting on my email list intuitivecoachingwithamy.com so back to this fear of being alone if you really start to focus on loving you and appreciating you and being there for you and creating a relationship with yourself, it negates that fear of being alone. So it makes it easier for you to let go of a situation because you're afraid of being alone. It makes it easier for you to let go of a situation that you're only holding on to because you're afraid of being alone. And I get that one. That 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 is real. And I understand that it seems very real when you're in it, but it's really just fear. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, the fear is real, is what I should say. I think because the fear is so strong and people don't want to deal with that fear, they will start to think that there's something, there must be some magic in this relationship, Amy. But if it's making you feel bad, if it's not serving you well, if it's creating a lot of co- chaos and drama in your life, then it, then you need to let it go, right? You can't. I mean, I'll say this, and I say it often to you. You can't make the other person change, right? They have to do that for themselves. But you also aren't required to sit there and wait for somebody to change. Um, it just it wouldn't work that way anyway. Even if that did happen. So nine times out of ten, what I've seen is when people are in situations where they're they're clinging to it because they're afraid to be alone. When they let it go, they feel so much better. They don't miss it. They think they are. You know, I've let some things go over the last couple of years. Some relationships go. And I can honestly say there is not a day that I wake up and I miss it. I don't miss it at all. (laughs) What I replaced it with. Was myself and being there for myself and getting to know myself and feeling stronger in myself and making my desires the number one priority for me. So here's the thing you won't be alone if you let go of a relationship that's not serving you well. A, you have yourself. And B, if you want to replace that relationship, you become magnetic to replacing it. Then there is this fear if you let go, all the work you've done on yourself hasn't worked, which I don't know how our human minds have rigged that that belief into place, but it's not true. I can just tell you it's not true. All the work you've done on yourself is still working. You're just evolving. You're doing more work on yourself. No one said that you're going to stop working on yourself Right. But I I am hearing people say, well, Amy, I, I, you know, I worked on this in a previous relationship and, you know, why am I still, you know, going through this and it must not have worked. And so why am I letting this thing go? It did work. And I, I tell people anytime that they are, they are doing that comparison. If you really look at it, you're probably in a much better situation than you were in the previous because of the work you've done on yourself. It doesn't mean that that relationship still is serving you well if it's creating a lot of pain, drama, chaos, discomfort in your life, then it's safe to let it go. If it's even just keeping you from being your fullest expression, right? So maybe it's a a great person, but it's just not the right fit. You still have to let it go, right? There is also a fear in letting go that, you can't handle the unknown. I've, been, I've noticed a lot of people are really afraid of, okay, Amy, well, what's on the other side? I'll let go if you tell me what's on the other side. But if you think about it, every day we handle the unknown, right? I was napping this this afternoon or this morning. Well, you know, it's my afternoon. And I felt a rumbling, right? And it was an earthquake, and a pretty big earthquake for the Bay Area, not huge and damage wise I don't know I haven't put the news on since then, but that was unknown i I didn't t- lay down and take a nap and say, "Oh, there's going to be an earthquake the we deal with the unknown every single day so so the the fear that you won't be able to navigate the unknown is a fallacy. you do it all the time, so let go of situations that don't serve you well. Now, so say it's a job that you know that it's time to let go of. I would not say just let go of it without another source of income, unless you're in a place where you feel financially safe and you your 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 mindset is prosperous and you feel confident that you that no interruption will occur to your quality of life. That's the way I'll say it. Because really, I I don't want you to be relying on a job, right? Because there's multiple channels that money can flow into. But if that is a channel that you've been devoted to, I wouldn't say abruptly just quit your job, you know? I I would say, though, for some people, that might be appropriate. There have definitely been, in my younger years, there were jobs I abruptly quit because I needed to. It was my only way out in my mind at that time and honestly given my level of consciousness at that time that was the best i could do i didn't have the words to say like hey you know this isn't working in this way but now i'm assuming most of the people who listen to my program you do have some some way of of navigating a difficult situation you do have language you do have practices that can help you transition out of a situation. So I'm not saying in this letting go, it needs to be abrupt, though abrupt might be the only approach, right? But only you will know, and just don't judge yourself. Whatever you're sensing is the right approach, do it that way. And if you need to talk about it, book a session with me. Then there's also a fear of letting go that something bad will happen. Okay, Amy, if I let go of this, then then I won't have anything better and something bad is going to happen and it's a whole storyline, right? But this bad, something bad's going to happen usually attaches to some of the other reasons you're afraid to let go. No, nothing bad's going to happen unless you're receptive to something bad happening, right? And when I say receptive, if you are holding the belief that something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that puts you in a frequency that could potentially lead to a result that's not desirable. But that doesn't need to be the case, you know, we're grown ups. We get to leave things. We get to let things go. We get to move into other things. We get to be fully and completely self-expressed. And every time we make a change or transition or do something that we really want to do, it does not mean something bad is going to happen. Please eradicate that connection from your consciousness. I heard uh, Amanda Francis actually say that that that's a common limiting belief, that there are people that think, oh, if something good happens in my life, then something bad's going to happen over here. And, and that's just a belief system. If you let go of that belief system, then you stop being a match to things that appear that way, right? I, I don't hold that one at all, um, but I can understand how how that can be a prevalent belief. Uh, oh my God, yes, I can totally believe that that we've been passing that one around from generation to generation. That oh, if something good happens, then something bad's gonna happen. As a matter of fact. I actually think it's, it's even cultural. I was watching Rami, I think, Rami on Hulu. Really, really great show. Like if you were looking for a show, I don't know if I've talked about it yet on this podcast. You know, I watch a lot of TV and, um, oh my God. So good. So good. brilliant writing. I want to have coffee with that man. I'm setting that intention. I'm, you know, moving to Los Angeles, and uh, I, I just would love to have coffee with that man and hear just all the thoughts in his mind, uh, or his writing team, or anyway that writes on that show. It's just beautiful, beautiful storytelling. But there, there is within um, that family. They were talking. I remember there was an episode where the daughter had gotten the scholarship. And she posted on Facebook and then her parents were like, oh my God, why'd you do that? You know, people are going to you know, send you bad energy. And it was all about the, like all the things that happened to her as a result of this good thing happening. But again, everything is energy. So if you invest energy into a thought really, really, really passionately, both positively and negatively, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's very much like if you think money's going to run out, you're always going to feel like there's not enough money in your life. So I would say just let it go, you know, trace it back, get clear where it came from, be willing to believe that it doesn't need to be that way, that you can choose another way of being. You're not beholden to, to old, old timey beliefs that have been passed down from generation to generation. They're only true because we keep passing them around and believing them and putting a lot of energy behind them. Yeah. So again, being afraid that nothing will replace what you let go, being afraid you're going to go backwards, being afraid that you will be alone, be afraid being afraid that all the work you've done on yourself hasn't worked, being afraid that you can't handle the unknown, being afraid that something bad's going to happen. These are all just false stories. So please stop giving them energy so you can let go of what's no longer serving you. And so then, in fact, the new can enter. And you know, I, I've never understood. How do I want to explain this? Catherine Ponder talks about we create a vacuum, which is very much what I'm talking about with letting go. Um, but once you create space, then the new gets to come in. That's why so many of us in this metaphysical, personal development, energetic work space tell you to, anytime you're going to the next level, clear out some clutter, let go of some commitments that no longer serve you, let go of things that that are no longer in alignment with your truth. Because when you create space, it makes room for what you desire to come in. With letting go of things that no longer serve you, you also are making room but also you you get to shift your energy because if you're constantly engaging something that no longer serves you on some level, that's lowering your vibration. I know we all want to think we're spiritual superpowers and we can handle anything. And even if we're in negative, terrible situations, we can still be spiritually strong. That is a bunch of bullshit. It is far easier to do really great things in your life when you are surrounded by people that support and encourage and their vibration matches you doing really great things in your life. That's just fact. And and I say that with love and compassion and I say that knowing there were years that I believed that bullshit too. I was like, "Oh, I can be around these people and it won't matter. I can still be, yes, I'm still myself." But life gets a lot easier when you're around people who are on your same wavelength. So if you see yourself in a different reality, You can't drag the people in your life with you and it's their choice. And if they're holding energy that keeps you from fully showing up in that new reality you want to create, then you got to let them go. It's not, it's not, um, it's not unkind. I think it's far more unkind to stay in it. So boldly and courageously let go of whatever no of whatever is not serving you well. Spirit can't get to work on the replacement. I'll say this to you again. Spirit can't get to work on the replacement until you let go fully. And you will be safe during this transition. And it doesn't need to be uncomfortable and it doesn't need to be terrible. If you allow the new to enter, you will see all the good flowing in your life from all directions. However, you can't skip a step. You must let go of the current situation to allow the new in. It's very much like, um, you know, I, I am a strong believer that particularly for people who are monogamous, if you are in a relationship, it's best to end that relationship before you enter into a new one. Uh, is there a a point percentile who's Whose relationships work out, yeah, they're probably out there, but the probability is much higher for you being in a successful, loving relationship if you are willing to let go of the thing that you are currently in so that you can be open and receptive to something new. Good really does start to flow when you let go. When you want something new or better to enter your life, you must leave behind the present state so you can step into the new and better. This is next level to this message because I'm seeing a lot of people who are they want new and better. But it it's going to require that they become a different version of themselves. So say you want prosperity. You're going to have to let go of lack and limitation and your behaviors that trigger lack and limitation in your life. You're going to have to let go of the beliefs that trigger lack and limitation. I I have a client right now who really wants to do something that's near and dear to their heart, but they're afraid of, of the cost of it. Well, it's going to cost what it costs. You have to let go of your fear and your limitation that there's not enough in your life so that enough can come in right? It's really tricky with money because we've been taught like, save, penny pinch, and then you have enough money to do the thing you want to do. But it's not really like that. Saving is an energy unto itself. But if there's something new that you want to do and it requires more resources, you have to be open to doing that thing so that those resources can come in. It's not, oh, once I get the resources, then I'm going to go and do this thing. Once I get the money, then I'm going to go and do this thing. You have you have to be in motion towards that thing so the money can come in. Because a- in that process, you'll also see any pitfalls in your plan. You'll see anywhere where um, you might be in lack and limitation that might create lack and limitation in the future. That's ultimately what we're afraid of afraid we're going to get something and not be able to afford it or be able to do it. And it's all based in money. But you get to plan that out. And the universe will respond accordingly if you allow it. I know it's it probably, I can get how some people might be like, what is Amy talking about right now? Because believe me, there are many years where I would hear me saying this and be like, what are you talking about? It's confusing what I'm saying. Not because I'm being confusing. It's confusing because it's such a counter to the unprosperous way we've been taught to think about money. And so you do have to strip off a lot of those beliefs. So if there is, if you're finding that you're using money as the reason why you can't do something, I would strongly encourage you get into a quality, you don't have to spend a lot of money, But a quality money mindset course and just start stripping away those limiting beliefs and read a book. And just because I think every teacher gives you a piece when it comes to money. I've studied money very extensively. and, And every teacher gives you a piece. And you just have to find the piece that works that you most need so you can shift out of unprosperous thinking. When it comes to money, we are taught to think in unprosperous ways. We're taught to look at money in unprosperous ways. We're taught to always feel a longing around money. And so you have to strip away all of those beliefs. I think I'm going to do a show. I started researching it. I think I'm going to do a show on on the things that repel money. Um, but you have to start stripping that away so that you can allow yourself to believe that this thing you want to do can happen. So, so you have to let go of the current state and the current way of thinking so you can move into the new way of being. And that's just practice. And I would say even good coaching. I, I For me, good coaching, good guidance, good support has always helped me shift into a new way of being. Yeah. And I'd say courses help, books help, all of it helps, coaching helps, it all helps. So so the second part of this letting go message is you have to let go. When you're ready for something new and better, you're going to have to let go of the way you're being, particularly letting go of longing, so you can shift into the person who has that thing, right? And that usually means you got to let go of some junky shit you're believing. Right? And I know it's hard because that junky shit seems so true. It seems so true, but it's not. It's not. If it's keeping you from having what you want, it does not serve you well. The path will always appear as you seek what you want. But the path won't appear until you start seeking what you want. I'm a powerful energy worker. I channel a lot of energy in my own personal life, in my own personal practice. Yes, yes, I, I channel energy and support other people. But I also channel a lot of energy in my life. And so one of the ways I channel energy has been in my home. And I regularly, I've talked about this, I fortify my home with really high vibrational energy. I do, of course, I do the space clearing. I do, um, I do, I have a couple of different practices around fortifying my space and in doing so, I ground myself here, right? I could give you the whole backstory why I needed to do it that way, but anyway, I do it and I'll probably always do it, um. But what I recognize now, I, you know, I live in Oakland, I'm ready to move to Los Angeles and I'm looking for places and I'm not seeing what I wanted to see. And I've been looking for months. I'm definitely not a slow kitty on this and I haven't been seeing what I wanted to see. And so I'm like, okay, this is too much of a coincidence. Something's going on <laughs> in me, <laughs> right? Something is going on in me. And I realize all the a part of interwoven into the way I was channeling my energy, while 90% of it is very high vibrational and positive, there's 10% that I'm doing it because I grew up in very un what felt like an unstable home. We always had one. It wasn't that. It was just the energy was very dramatic and chaotic and you know at at any given moment we didn't know what was up or what was down and it was kind of just my parents dynamic with each other took over our our whole life it was all about their relationship and and in that it was very tumultuous and so in my adult life I've as much as I love home I've built this this fear that, that this yeah it's a fear around home not being stable. And so I do a lot of energy work to create the energy of stability in my home. I've been doing that so strongly that I've rooted into this home that I'm not, even though I'm ready intellectually to move, I wasn't allowing myself to be even receptive to a new home. And so I had to lessen my energetic hold on my home. I'm sharing this with you is so that I'm realizing even a practice that's 90% positive, I'm having to let go of pieces of it so that I can make this transition. So letting go has a lot of different layers to it, right? And so if you are ready to move forward, I would encourage you to look at look at what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. You're going to have to let go of some way you're doing something in your life right now so that you can allow the new and better in. So for me, I realized I couldn't like the, like I mean, I could not do the the intensity. I could still have a beautiful, loving, flowy shield around my home and keep the energy high in my home, but I couldn't it it couldn't be that, that super fortified approach because I'm ready for my next home right so I had to release one way so a new home would appear and as a result then I started seeing everything I wanted to see at the price I wanted to see it at and open myself to options I hadn't considered and in that way I, I i mean I could go on I knew something was going on because it was starting to show up in my body and so I all those things got to heal and resolve by me letting go of that the tight grip (laughs) energetically. This is energetic too. Believe me, I'm ready to go. Like, but energetically, I was so rooted in here, right? Out of fear. So you have to release one way of being so you can allow a new way of being to come in. You have to be courageous enough to believe that there there is always going to be something better on the other side, but you won't even know how good it can be until you let go. So I had to be bold enough to believe that spirit would cover me and protect me and keep me safe as I made this transition. And again, I share this example with you because I I get resistance around letting go. So in no way am I trying to make you wrong for clinging on to something that's not serving you well. We have to create wide open space by letting go. And when I was writing these notes, my spirit guides gave me the Dixie Chick song, which I don't think they're called the Dixie Chicks. But when I was in college, I, that's what they were. And it was my first time being exposed to, to them. So I still mentally think of them that way. I think they're the chicks now. But that song, Wide Open Spaces... If you know the song, if you like the song, maybe you need to play that for yourself over and over again to get into the feeling of wide open space. Um, though, you don't have to make big mistakes, I'm quoting the song, it, to, to move forward. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to, but you want to create room where you can, can truly have what you want. A new energy will appear as you let go, and that new energy is what is going to attract the new and better that you are seeking. If you want the fullness of your truest desire, if you want the magic and miracle of spirit, please let go of that thing you know you need to let go of. Complaining about it won't make it better, right? The letting go process applies to any transition that needs to happen in your life. Letting go is required anytime you wish to move from one state or of being to a new state of being. Even if you think about like, say you were going on a weight loss journey, there is a mental process. It's not just about the food and exercise. There is a mental and emotional approach you've been taking to life that you got to let go of so you can start this new thing. So release your present state so the new desire can enter. Your faith will carry you. I promise you, your faith will carry you. You will be okay. I promise you will be okay. If you try to hold on and let go at the same time, you will create a very murky energy in your life. And then that is that holds a vibration, that murky energy. And then you will start getting very murky things in your next situation. So it's like one part works and one part doesn't. Um, Now there's an emotional component to letting go, really letting go of emotionally charged things. I'm not going to go into that emotional wounds, um, traumas. um, I'm not going to go into that in this show, but if that is some work you need to do, be willing to do it. Most of you probably already have some type of practice where you can look at emotional wounds and do some healing work around it. I, I know I've probably done a show somewhere on this podcast on it. Um, but it's something I can help you with if if you're finding that Amy i'm just I'm holding these emotions that are keeping me stuck. That's a part of it. I get it One hundred percent those are very strong, strong energies. But I say if you just start with letting go and you're kind and loving to yourself in the process. any work that you need to do to heal. All the right resources can show up to support you. I was talking to a client recently and she knows she needs to let go of this relationship. And she's a client I I read for every single week because she's enrolled in my seeker circle. She knows she needs to let go of this relationship. It's not serving her well. It does not match her truest desire. He has a completely different perspective, um, on, on marriage and children and, and where they're going. And, um, she said to me, she's like, well, Amy, I know I have to do a lot of work on myself. I could be doing the work on myself and, and you know, still in this thing. I'm like, babe, that's not how this works. And so she didn't get what I was saying to her energetically, but then I had to describe it to her like this. If you were an athlete and you hurt yourself in a game, before you could get back out there to play again, you got to let your leg heal. That's the way it is. You got to give yourself time to heal, but you can't heal while you're still playing the game. And I think some people, and myself included, I I definitely tried to do a lot of work on myself that was, but I couldn't get to the root of it until I left my marriage, you know? I couldn't, I'm not saying the work didn't work. Yeah, it did. Oh my God, yes, it set me up to be able to leave that marriage. But the the real work I needed to do on myself, you know, in the case of this client, she's working through her dynamic and romantic relationships. She really can't, you can't do that work when you're in something. Um. It's a different type of work you do when you're in something compared to what you do When you're not in something, that's the best way you can say it, right? It's a different type of healing when you are, when you hurt your, your leg in a game and now you got to sit on the sidelines. That's, that's a type of healing that needs to occur, right? And you can't do that when you're still playing, right? So um, that, that letting go and trying to hold on at the same time is just messy as fuck, And it can really slow down your progress. So I would encourage you to cleanly let go. And you'll know. You'll know when it's a clean let go. You'll know. And be clean about it. Be clean about it. And it may be helpful to do a ceremony in which you formally let go of whatever it is. Maybe it is the job. Maybe it is the relationship. Maybe it is a friendship. Maybe it is stuff in your home. Maybe you need to do a formal ceremony, any way you want to do the ceremony, where you formally release whatever it is that needs that needs to be released. And my spirit guide said, as I was putting these notes together, it actually helps you activate the grieving process when you do a ceremony so that cycle can start. Grieving doesn't need to take forever. I've been saying that on the show for the last couple of years if you allow yourself to go through the process and it's just a natural part of being human, that grieving process, we can't fight it. And so if you maybe do a ceremony, if you feel inspired to do a ceremony that can activate that grieving cycle. So you're prepared for what lies ahead. I think where people get in their own way is when they're denying that they're grieving or they're not letting themselves fully grieve. And then they get in situations and, they're playing out their grief and it gets really messy and it doesn't need to be, right? All right. I pray this message message was a blessing to you. Be willing to let go. There's so, I, and I, you know, I asked my spirit guides, I'm like, why are all these people showing up at the same time? What's going on here? Something new and better is coming, but we can't be receptive to it until we let go of what no longer serves us. So there is newness on the horizon, you know? There is newness and good and majesty and gloriousness coming. And spirit wants us all to be prepared. So be willing to let go. Be willing to let go. Be willing to let go. All right. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. I'm an intuitive. I'm a coach. I help people do really extraordinary things in their life. If you are looking for a coach, I would love to support you. I can support report you in any area of your life. I read energy accurately. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Let's see, what are we promoting right now? Secret Circle. I'm opening up Secret Circle to more members. Secret Circle Private. It's 12 weeks of daily intuitive messages to help you take your life to the next level written just for you. I tune into your energy field every Monday and prepare messages for you, send them off for 12 weeks. And I have a few more, just a few more of the 2000 of the 2023 intuitive reading. It's a really beautiful service that it, that I've been doing for years and years and years. It's taken on a new form, but it's still just as potent where I I go month by month and I read all the energy for your year. I look at your numerology for the year. You can ask me questions. I'll answer them and, and I prepare it all as a recording so you can listen to it again and again. So it's a really great tool to help you to help you really create, create the life that you want. So Secret Circle Private is open for new members and my 2023 intuitive reading, there's just a few more. Um, I have a note to myself that I need to close it soon. I'm Again, I get it. I know letting go is hard, but you can do it. I promise. Thank you so much for listening to this show. If you need me, I'm always here for you. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.